Oh, hey, what's up, David? Hey, what's going on, Jeff? How much? Just hanging out. Oh, hey, what's up, listeners? Welcome back to the Outkick Bets podcast. David's here. So you know we're going to talk about the NBA today. It's Friday, the best day in the whole week in California. Hopefully you guys have seen the movie. If not, check it out. It's, uh, it's an oldie but goodie. But there's an 11-game schedule uh, slate today in the NBA. And I have bets on three of the games. David's usually pretty good at talking me into a player prop or <laughs> adding, uh, helping me add another bet to my bet slip. Do you have anything to give out to the listeners today, or are you just going to grade what I my picks? No, I have a couple things that I can share. and uh, Yeah, we'll, we'll see how the, how the talk goes. All right. Yeah, let's just have, let's a, just carefree, let's just have yeah. a carefree hangout. A couple of bros mm-hmm. just shooting the shit about the NBA. This is, you know, David handicaps a lot of sports, baseball, um, football, hockey, hockey. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you're number one in my outkick coworker power rankings because of your basketball acumen. You well, really I appreciate that. You really bring it. And well, not a lot of you are listening, but whoever is understands just how little outkick cares about the NBA. So <laughs> <laughs> you're like the only person I have to talk about it with. Huh. Understood. But, um, doesn't matter. You'd be my first choice, even if all the other outkick people did like it. Because you know what? I don't think they know what they're talking about when it comes to betting. This is a wonderful bromance. Yeah, we're getting off to a good start. All right. So, again, I got three picks in the NBA. Uh, my outkick NBA column will come out after this podcast. Uh, I'm starting with one of the first games to tip off tonight, 7 o'clock Eastern Standard tip between the Detroit Pistons at the Charlotte Hornets. I took the Detroit Pistons plus four because, as you all read and as you all know, I am the president of the Cade Cunningham fan club. Yes, you are. I like Alamo Ball a lot. I am, say, slightly higher than the market on the Charlotte Hornets coming into the season. I think they're going to go over their win total. I think I leaned over, which is one of my like five overs in the Eastern Conference that I picked, if I can remember correctly. Um, And I had them against the Atlanta Hawks. But that's more has to do with my hatred of Trey Young, which which we'll talk about. Trust me, we'll talk about in a few minutes here. But I truly believe, and LaMelo Ball looked good. We were texting about this. But I truly believe Cade Cunningham is the best player on the floor. Maybe that's a hot take. It, it definitely is a hot take since Lamelo already made an all-star game, won rookie of the year, and again, looked just sick on, on uh, Wednesday. Wasn't hitting shots, but had good looks and set up good looks for other people. But these teams split their four meetings last year. Lamelo played in three of them. Cade missed all four. Um, and we talk about how important the three-point shot is, David. Again, one-game sample size. Pistons lost to the Miami Heat, 104-103, but they did cover. However, the Pistons got very unlucky from behind the three-point line, at least defensively. They allowed only 10 wide-open threes, and Miami hit five of them. And you and I both know from last year in the preseason, five wide-open threes out of 10 wide-open threes. I don't I'm not – you're making a face, but – I I'm not saying they only shot 10. Yeah, okay. They were actually wide open? Yeah, yeah. 
I'll send you the link, but NBA.com stats has um, you can you can select the parameters of like open or contested shot, and they define an open shot as um, at least six feet of distance between you and the nearest offender. Okay. So it's like it's more predictive than than three point attempts, in my opinion, three point percentage, right? Because I mean, these guys are all pros. Like if you give them wide open threes, they're gonna they're gonna make them, right? They're, right. They should. Um, you'd think, but that's, I mean, dude, that's what the heat did or that's what they hate do. Like they're just going to capitalize on your mistakes. Of course they went five of 10 from three, probably with a bunch of nobodies, but the, the Charlotte Hornets didn't get a lot of wide open threes last game against the Atlanta Hawks. And I watched the whole game cause I had money on it and I thought they got a little lucky. Like the Hawks got like 20 wide open threes and only cashed on 20% of them. Also, the Hawks, as we talked about, are actually a bad three-point shooting team. Trey Young is just out there chucking. So, again, I think I get the better player, a better rebounding team. Um, and the Charlotte Hornets are terrible in these spots. As a home favorite since December 22 last season, and I picked that because that's when LaMelo Ball came back from injury, they're three and four straight up. And three or four against the spread as home favorites. And LaMelo played in all seven of those games. That's the only reason they would really be a favorite. So I'm going to fade. played that many games last year. Yeah, so was I. I had to like triple check. Like, what the <laughs> hell? Like I thought he played like 20 games last year. Yeah. But I mean, the only time the Hornets have been a favorite is when LaMelo was in the lineup for the most part. Or, and this happened, um, I think LaMelo missed the game, but they played the Detroit Pistons. <laughs> <laughs> Detroit waxed him in one of the games. They put up like 144 without Cade Cunningham. I'm sure it was a Bogdanovich just three-point bonanza, yeah. but whatever. Going yeah. with my man Cade. Part of this is because I feel like I lost money not betting on him against the Heat. Excuse me, betting on his team. Well, I mean, for those listeners who are, who remember, we uh, we did say a smart bet is probably to take the Pistons with the points because – the Heat just, you know, they probably weren't going to care that much about that game. So, yeah. uh, and, and even if they do, it's like they don't, they don't care if they cover. Yeah. yeah it's, I don't, they just don't really win by margin. So, right. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not playing the game necessarily, uh, in terms of the spread, but I do what? have one, I have one look I like. Pistons, Hornets, you're not going to bet that game? <laughs> I can't say I am. Okay. Well, uh, what's up? What do you what do you what do you like in that game? I like Brandon Miller to go over one and a half threes. Oh, I liked him. People like shitted on that draft pick like it was like a foregone conclusion. Scoot Henderson's gonna be better than him. I, I didn't get it. Yeah. I don't watch a lot of college basketball. I know he had the whole like accomplice to murder thing, which which yeah. isn't a good look, but could, like could be an issue. Yeah, well, Apparently, according to the state of Alabama, it's it's not an issue. <laughs> it's right. it's not at all. Like they didn't even arrest the kid. I didn't mean to laugh. It's terrible. That's terrible. I'm sorry, but either way, like I think that kid is going to be good, and he looked yeah. good in his first game. I think he scored like 13 or 14 points off the bench and hit a majority yeah. of his shots. He didn't play that many minutes either. He he played maybe 25 or something like that. So I just um, I felt like he looked. Run. He looked like a vet in his first game. He was like, "All right, I know my role. Cool. I'll be a floor spacer and and uh, and uh, I'll be a three and D guy." 
Yeah. So this is this is his stat line just for everybody. Twenty five minutes, five of nine from the floor, three of seven from the three point line. That's the reason that I'm most interested in this. Is not the three of uh, that he hit three of them necessarily. That obviously that's encouraging for my bet, but that he took seven attempts, and again, seven of his nine shots came from deep. So kind of like uh, like that look right there. Uh, he did pick up three fouls in his time, had one turnover, but he had three rebounds, two assists, thirteen points. He was he was involved. He was playing well. So. That to me is encouraging that who probably will get more minutes. So I like his over one and a half threes here. I, I do think that the Pistons defense is not great. So he should be able to get some shots up and he's probably looking at it like Pistons are a young team. They got a guy who was picked right not right after him. Two picks after him. On the team, three picks. One of the Thompson brothers. Whatever he was picked. So little added motivation there. I, I like it. I like uh, over one and a half threes for him. Um, I always do a, uh, I call it a fuck around Friday parlay, and I put a bet on something from every single game. So this is definitely one that I'll have in my, my parlay, and I always post it to Twitter. I put like five bucks on these things because I know they're not going to hit, but if they do one day, I'll make a few thousand dollars from it. So, Man, you share it on Twitter? Yeah. I'm going to have to follow you on that. I want a little F around Friday action, too. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I should have said F around Friday. Yeah. It's all right. Whatever. The higher ups don't listen. <laughs> the guys. Sorry. Who... Sorry, Cl- sorry, Clay. <laughs> yeah. The guys who could fire me don't even listen, so it's all good. We can say whatever. <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> um,. <laughs> All right, so this is just a random shooting from the hip. It feels like the other 7 o'clock Eastern Standard tip-off game, Nuggets at the Grizzlies, this feels like a spot where David bets the first quarter for the Nuggets. How's my aim? I am not betting that. I am betting the Nuggets for the game, though. Okay. Minus 5.5. Yeah. Um, Is it just a play on how terrible Memphis looked game one? uh, It's actually more a play on how good I think Denver looked um they they looked like they were in championship form they didn't look like they were hung over maybe they were uh more Banner interested night. in the game because it, yeah it, maybe maybe they were more interested in the game because it was the lakers too uh but who, who are you gonna have to stop Jokic? and marcus smart even if he contends with murray not gonna be able to stop gordon again this is one of those ones where three Three or minus three is what it opened at. I wish I would have played it yesterday. I saw it yesterday and I was like, I probably should be putting money on this one. And then I waited till today and I still like it. Um, I just don't love it as much at minus five and a half. But I do think this is probably a game that the Nuggets, if they play, they'll win by eight, nine points. Gotcha. Okay. Um, yeah, I lean to the Nuggets. If I were to play either which way, it'd definitely be the Nuggets. It's partially because they are the defending champions and look awesome. Um, the other part is I am down on the Grizzlies for this year. The One of the few regular season win totals I actually did bet. I did take them under 45 and a half, which I got at even money. And I felt like I was, I don't know, stealing. Like I, got it. Yeah. I don't really get that. Um, I don't think the market really understands how important Steven Adams is to this team. And... Jaron Jackson was was awful 
and it's only one game, but they need him to be top twenty-five, top thirty player in the NBA if they're gonna if they're gonna hold it down before John Morant comes back. Yeah. And, Plus, they they don't have Luke Kennard tonight either, by the way. Yeah, and his production's always on or off. I don't know. There's, I hear Zach Lowe talking about it, but like just sometimes he pisses off the coaches. I don't know. Maybe it's just his lapse of um, defensive rotations. I don't know. He could shoot his ass off. I don't really get why he doesn't get more playing time. But, yeah, he's out with a concussion on top of the injuries they already have. Of course, Steven Adams, John Morant, Wolf suspension, and, and Brandon Clark, who's a hell of a player himself and won't be back yeah. for the near future. So, I, I lean the Nuggets. Um, Oklahoma City Thunder, Cavs. Again, nothing on this game. I just want to mention it because it's awesome. Like, I am very interested in this game. And I think most casual NBA fans don't even care about it because – Still, Oklahoma City Thunder and Cleveland Cavaliers, but I'm interested. Um, hopefully, Jared Allen can play. I don't know his injury status. I got to look up the updated injury report. But do you have any action on this game? No, no action on it. I, I'm also intrigued by it. I, I like uh, I like the Thunder. I like the way they looked. Shea looks like he's going to be, you know, probably a first team all all NBA or at some point, if not this year. Um, he's just good, man. He can get to the basket when he wants to. He can shoot really well. Um, Darius Garland is a game time decision for this game. I would expect him to play. Uh, Why? Jared Island is officially out. Why would you ever expect any of them to play? <laughs> well, uh, because um, he played the other night, didn't he? Against, yeah, and, uh, in the opening night. So he could probably yeah. take the second night off. Yeah. yeah, I guess. No, but I mean, he ended up playing 32 minutes. So he, he, I don't know. I'll, uh, I'll chalk it up to, I do think he, he ends up playing. Uh, they had to play a lot harder than I thought they were going to against the Nets, but they yeah. still won. Yeah, so. Nets gave them all they can handle. Yeah. But uh, I don't know if you saw it. I, I posted this to Twitter as well. It was a video of Chet Holmgren <laughs> getting just, like, manhandled by Andre Drummond. Yeah, he just, like, kind of <laughs> lightly pushed him aside, and yeah. Chet Holmgren went flying. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that doesn't even seem like he was trying to fake it. He looks like he really got thrown by a soft touch. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't a flop. He's just a brittle. No. He's just a little dude. Yeah, so it'll it'll be interesting. I mean, I, I, it definitely helps Holmgren that uh, Allen's out. So even though he'll still have to deal with Mobley, but I I would actually think the Thunder probably take this game. So whatever that's worth. I was I was looking at the Cavs if I were to go any which way, um, but then I saw that they could be missing two starters. I was like, eh, because I do like the Thunder. Um, yeah. The first of an ESPN primetime doubleheader is a rematch of the Eastern Conference Finals from last year, Miami Heat at the Boston Celtics. Currently, our sponsor, PointsBet, has the Celtics minus 8.5. I think it opened at 7.5. I had a heavy lean towards the Celtics this morning. After contemplating a little bit more, I'm going to stay off the game. Do you have any action, player, prop, side, total, anything in this one? Nah, the only way I was looking was uh, the Celtics early. Maybe maybe the first half or something. You catch the thought... Celtics first quarter against the Knicks the other day pretty easily. Yeah, yeah. Um, s- similar concept here. They're a good first quarter team. But the other reasoning is <clears throat> this is – a revenge game. Oh yeah. Last time they were in, the Heat were in the Garden it was Game Seven, and they embarrassed the Celtics. So you would expect the Celtics to come out and play pretty tough here. 
Um, you oh, know, Jimmy I... on primetime, you might have a version of playoff Jimmy coming, but uh, if I play anything, it's going to be Celtics first half. And again, this might be one I just put in the, the parlay. Oh, I remember the heat upset in Boston in game seven last yeah. year. Yeah, I didn't think it was happening. So. No, didn't you call me I delusional? I, I might have, but I was I was way off. I definitely thought the Celtics were going to win it. I thought it was going to be just like uh, what they did to the Bucks in Game Seven. Yeah, so, and the I Heat kind of ate their lunch. I think they beat them by nineteen that game. Like it was an ass whooping. And yeah, it was it was a killer. It's not only a revenge game for the Boston Celtics, but you also got to remember it's a revenge game for Drew Holiday because the the Bucks put Drew Holiday on on Jimmy Butler in round one last year and Jimmy Butler destroyed him and like made fun of him while on the court about it. So everyone's going to come in with full motivation. I just think the number is sharp, you know, and like, this is, this is the spot to bet the heat really (laughs) is when it's like, it looks like, like when you make all the arguments for the other team and then you look and it's like, Oh, it's the Miami heat. You look at the argument, you look at the Miami Heat, like, you know what? I'll just go with the Miami Heat somehow. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I'll just say, I'll take the eight points and yeah. be done. I got eight factors supporting the Celtics, and then I have the Miami Heat here with nothing yep. underneath it. Looks like a better looks like a better bet, actually. See, seems like Jimmy might want to win. Okay, yeah, let's take the Heat. Yeah, is Haywood Highsmith playing? Because I love the Heat, if so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Tatum... Looked like an MVP contender um, in the opening night against the Knicks. He's he was he was he's my pick to win the MVP. Kristaps Porzingis looks like a perfect fit. Drew Holiday looks like a perfect fit. And, and uh, what's his face? Jalen uh, Brown. J- Jalen Brown. Why, why am I spacing on his name? Jalen Brown looks like he's happy with his role as the most expensive role player in the history of professional sports. Yeah, I he's, would be. He's got. He's gonna get sixty million to be a three and D guy who can't use his left hand. What, America? Am I right, America? He he was the first person I thought of today. Actually, when I was like looking at the slate, I was like, I better see what his player prop is for points because usually when Brown does not score a lot of points, he looks to do nothing but score the next game. It's like he. What's his he, point he prop? Try, it's nineteen and a half, which I think is a little low. Yeah, and what could but be it's a rock minus fight? Minus one forty-five. Ooh, is this that points bet? Uh, this is on DraftKings, but I have a points bets point twenty and a half, one fifteen each way. Heavy juice on DraftKings. Heavy juice on Pinnacle. I'm not doing it. No way. No, I'm not taking it either. Um, he he's one of those guys who tends to burn me anyway. So. Like I said, if I put something on this one, it's going to be the Celtics first half, and I probably will. Uh, I will probably put that in the parlay as just one of the legs, just for fun. I hope we land on a player prop from you in one of these games because I have no player props. It's only sides. All right. Well, cool. Let's talk about my second side. My New York Knicks go to uh, the State Farm Arena to play the Atlanta Hawks tonight. Um, I'm going to give you a list of names. I already, I already talked about this with you earlier this morning. Um, I'm going to give them, I'm going to say Osama bin Laden, <laughs> Vladimir Putin, Trey Young, Adolf Hitler, Charles Manson. Who do you think is my least favorite human out of all those guys? Well, I already know the answer. So 
I'm I'm gonna just, just play spoil along, it man. for everybody. I'll spoil it for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Say it's Trey Young. Yeah. Because Osama bin Laden's got legit size. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna go further into that joke, but I I mean. I think the Knicks have the best two players in this game between Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle. Julius Randle has actually dominated the Hawks in the regular season since joining the Knicks. He's averaging 28 points per game, 12 rebounds in those 13 regular season games. The New York Knicks are 4-1 straight up and against the spread with a plus 10.3 spread differential in Atlanta since 2020. Again, one game sample size, but the three-point shot is the most important thing in the NBA. Um, The Knicks had the sixth highest attempt to wide open three-pointers against a strong defensive um, team in the Boston Celtics. And Atlanta had the 21, or ranked 21st in wide open three-point attempt rate against a Charlotte Hornets team, which is one of the worst defenses in the NBA. Um, again, the matchup between Jalen Brunson, Trey Young, give me Jalen Brunson every day of the week. Last year, his effective field goal shooting percentage was 6.2% higher than Trey Young. Trey Young just isn't a good shooter. I think he got to the foul line like 15 times against the Hornets. That's his entire game. And what's funny, it, it, it bums me out to say this, but I think Brunson's actually a better flopper than Trey Young. <laughs> so we're gonna have a flop off and i think i get the better flopper i know i get the better player the better point guard the better teammate and then julius randall who's just gonna go he's just gonna be like a bull in a china shop against this team like he always is so i'm taking the the knicks it's plus one i don't know I, i'm i always take the points i'm kind of a nit like that but i, I obviously they're going to win outright is my pick. So whatever. Knicks plus one. Knicks money line. However you want to get down on it. I'd play it up to Knicks minus 15. Prop. No, I'm just kidding. Minus two. I would play it up to. Do you have a player prop in here or any pushback on what I said? You look like you like the Hawks. What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer with over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros. Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back and their pros are locally based often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless. From researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience, Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. No, I don't. Um, I actually lean towards the Knicks in this one. Um, if I played anything, maybe the just the Knicks money line. Or um, I, I'm a little surprised that the Knicks are not the 
technical favorite at home. It's a pretty even like line on them, but like so for for example, it's Hawks minus one at minus one oh two, but the money line is Knicks minus one fifteen versus minus one oh five. So a little strange, but I don't know. I would play that or maybe uh maybe the Knicks team total over. At points bet, I see Knicks money line minus 105, Knicks plus one, minus 110. It's like, I'll pay the extra five cents for the point, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah. I think To me, it's worth it. Uh, who knows? I've There have been crazier sports betting outcomes for me than, than the, the Knicks uh, or than an NBA chop at plus one. And there have been. And in fact, there might have been a crazier sports betting outcome for me last night in the Thursday night football game where... Baker Mayfield drove like 90, I, I don't know, 75 yards and like 15 plays to sneak in the back door against the Bills, which was my favorite win in the old NFL season this year. Side tangent, sorry, it has nothing to do with anything. Let's keep moving along. Your Chicago Bulls host the Toronto Raptors. I played this game last year. I don't remember. I think I bet the Raptors and the Raptors lost. This is like in the first week in the NBA season. I think they caught you off guard, right? And when Wednesday, didn't you? Didn't you take? Yeah, um, I had Timberwolves. Timberwolves, yeah, dude. They money line. We, we, I know we mentioned this. I think we mentioned there. I mentioned this, but the Raptors they just play weird, like a a weird team to get up for. Like they, I guess Schroeder is a point guard, but they don't really have a point guard. Like he's more of a combo guard scorer. Like he's not setting anyone up. He's looking for his own, right? Like. Scotty Barnes supposed to be like a point forward, but he kind of sucks, I, I think. And yet, like they just kind of muck up the game, and they f- find ways of, I don't know, to to pull pull poop out of their butts. So I don't like anything in this game, but I'll tee it up for you. Well, I don't know if you like anything either, but the Bulls are favored two and a half. Total is two seventeen. And anything um, in this matchup that jumps out to you? Yeah, you know what happened in the first. Uh... After the first game, where the Bulls lost to the Thunder. No, what do you mean? What do you mean? So after the first game where they lost to the Thunder, they held a closed door players only meeting. Oh yeah, they, yeah, asked, yeah. they asked Billy Donovan to leave the room, essentially. So, um, and I, I don't, at least from the reading, I didn't take it as uh, like they don't like Donovan or something. I think it was more they wanted to just talk freely or something, but. Uh, there was kind of a blow up on the bench between Donovan and Vucevic and some other stuff. One of two things are going to happen here. The bulls will either completely fall apart and the trades and everything will happen sooner than expected, or they're going to come out here with a lot of intensity and respond. Well, at least in the first quarter and first half with that being said, I do lean towards the bulls playing better at home. Second game at home. Um, Raptors coming off of the road trip or well off of being at home and now going on the road. I like the bulls first quarter, first half. I don't necessarily think that they are going to win because the bulls did slip a lot. I mean, it was a pretty close game for the most part between the thunder until late. Um, So I, I, I do think the bulls win. I think they cover all three first quarter, first half or full game, but I will. Uh, I'll be trying to get on it either first quarter or first half, maybe both. 
Well, I might jump in live after the third quarter if it's like a close game because DeMar DeRozan's like one of the best clutch players in the NBA. And Toronto's half-court offense is an absolute joke. Yeah, I know that's kind of contrary to what your point was, but that's just something that I thought of when you started giving your analysis for this game. Um, all right. Yeah, I don't, I'm not going to the window with anything pre-flop. Maybe I'd jump in live, but... Yeah, the, the, I, I forgot about the Chicago Bulls closed door or players only meeting. What a what an effing joke after one game. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Maybe the least not maybe the least sexy matchup of the night: Houston Rockets at the San Antonio Spurs. Thank God for victim one, Wemby because really no one would care about this game otherwise. The Rockets lost by thirty to the Orlando Magic. They're gonna be a, a, a joke probably. I made a case that I didn't even really believe in when we were talking about the Houston Rockets that, you know, maybe they're veterans, maybe they're the veterans help the young players grow, the young players step up a little bit, and this team plays pretty good. It's only one game, but um, I, I think the more likely outcome is that they suck and are terrible. Um, but Spurs can't play any defense. So, I'm not touching this game. Favorite, Spurs are favored three. Over under twenty two twenty five. Did we talk Take about this too much? No, I I'm I'm gonna sum it up. Take the over. There's neither team plays defense, and you got a lot of guys on the court who want to shoot and not do anything else. So two twenty five is too low. I said this about the Pacers Wizards game the other day. That game went over by thirty points. I I think this line should be much closer. And I will say this for anybody who wants to know. It opened at 229, and it's come down to 225, but I, I still think it's too low. So I think we got some points here. Hmm. All right. Well, I'll leave it there because I don't want to talk about this game anymore. I'm still butthurt about the Spurs being my only loser on Wednesday. And they lost kind of the way that I thought they could lose if they if they lost, which is just like struggling in half court in the stre- mm-hmm. down the stretch. And it was kind of like a Plinko game, right? Like they were the right side for – 46 minutes and just the last two they just sucked i think they had turnovers in like their last three possessions it was brutal pretty annoying brooklyn nets at the dallas mavericks uh revenge game for kyrie irving the nets have a not so insignificant name on the injury report nick claxton i think is going to miss this game that's huge i was leaning towards the nets because again i want to fade the mavericks as favorites even though their offense did look pretty sick on Wednesday. Um, I got nothing on this game. Total is 230. Mavericks are minus six. You got anything? We gonna Wait. How about the god Cam Thomas? What's his point prop? I I have already bet that one, and uh, it is currently closed. What? Why? <clears throat> and, well, so Cam, uh, well, maybe actually, maybe it's not. Maybe I put the wrong guy in here. In my, uh, I was building the parlay as we were talking. So maybe he's I just a, grabbed the wrong guy. He's available on several U.S. legal sports books, but not our our sponsor points bet, unfortunately. So okay, so it it actually isn't um, it isn't closed. Cameron Thomas is is uh, fourteen and a half mm-hmm. minus one twenty, but for whatever reason, Cameron Johnson, who is now listed on the injury report, is closed. So that's where my mistake was. In any case, Cam Thomas is great. He's going to be the most improved player of the season. 
and he's going to score probably somewhere between 70 and 80 points per game. <laughs> Dude. So. <laughs> oh, that guy, he's instant offense. He's mic- He's he's a microwave. It, I was just looking up his game log because I was like, how is this guy scoring so many points and like nobody knows who he is? A- have you looked at his like minutes per game? It's I mean, I've seen most insane. of his game logs. <laughs> it's insane. Last season, just just a sample, so everybody knows what I'm talking about. I'm gonna give you his last. Uh, we'll go like ten regular season games, okay? So he had 26 minutes, scored 21 points. Then he had five minutes, three minutes, six minutes, 22 minutes, 28 minutes, three minutes, nine minutes, five minutes, 43 minutes, 46 points. It's illogical what they're doing with this guy. But when he's out there and they give him time, he scores a ton of points. Take the over on Cam Thomas's points. If he ends up not playing, I mean, you just got to chalk it up to it. But it's it will only be because he doesn't play enough in a game. It's not going to be because of any other reason. He, he will score while he's out there. Oh, yeah, that's what he does. He's a professional bucket yes. getter. I'm on his basketball yeah. reference profile. This 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 mf was born in Japan. This, this might be the most interesting basketball player in the entire NBA. Yeah. <laughs> I need to know more about this guy because he just he's so intriguing to me right now. I, I He, like, single-handedly beat a team that I bet on, like, a couple times in his rookie year. And I was oh, yeah. just like, what in the hell? And then last yeah. year, I, I bet him 150 to 1 to win sixth man of the year. And it's just like what you said. It's just like when when he plays, he's nuts. But there's like a missing piece of info that we don't have, which is maybe he just never shows up to practice or something. I I don't know. I don't know what his deal is. But this guy, if he if he's out there for 15 minutes, he's he's scoring double digits. It's it's a it's a fact. You just just pen that one in there. Oh man, yep. you see what I tweeted out? I think we should add him to the LeBron and Michael Jordan debate. I mean, who's a better <laughs> scorer? Who's better score? <laughs> Wait, what's this? What's this? What's this per thirty six? Actually, it's got to be ridiculous. Per thirty six. Oh, it's only twenty point three. I saw fifty one point eight to uh, for this year. <laughs> it's per thirty six. Yeah. Their one game is fifty one point eight. Just get out of his way and let him cook. Yeah. All right. Um, Clippers at the Jazz. Clippers are minus four. The over-under is 227.5. I'm pretty sure I lost like 15 units betting the Clippers in the spot last year. And I've already mentally parted ways with 10 units with the Clippers as road favorites this year. However, I'm not going to do it tonight because I found three other picks I'd prefer. Do you want anything to do with this game? Mm, No, not really. Um, I would, I would probably be with you though. I'd take the Clippers, and, but yeah, then we'd be texting each other late at night about how they they effed us again. Yeah, about how how much we hate the Clippers. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. You put all the all the players on the court. The Clippers are going to win. Don't. You're basically just taking it. So I may see how the first few games go, and then you know if I win on one of them, I may just be like, all right, well, I'll I'll, I'll throw a unit on the Clippers deal with it once the starting lineup is actually announced it's actually a great great way to say it. i'm the same i'm the same way if the if the pistons beat the hornets i'm just like all right what could go wrong i'll take the clippers yeah. 
Why um, not? <laughs> yeah, they clearly have the better team. Right now, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are expected to play. Right. More importantly, so is Taylor Horton Tucker and John Clarkson. <laughs> yes. So we get both sides working for us. All right. Um, here's a game that I have action in the second part of the ESPN doubleheader tonight. The Sacramento Kings, Golden State Warriors, revenge spot. I'm taking the Sacramento Kings. I'm laying the two and a half points. Uh, Chris Paul, it's only one game. I keep saying that. I'm not overreacting to one game. I think Chris Paul could still be a decent addition to that team or even a good addition, but it's going to take some time. He's dribbling a little too much. He wants to operate a half-court offense. They're not. They don't even want to play a real half-court offense. They want to get out in the open court, hit some transition threes, you know, uh, get Clay Thompson, get Chef Curry cooking. And Chris Paul wants to slow it down a little bit. So either – I mean, either way, they got to figure out the rotations, and it's probably best if Chris Paul comes off the bench, which he's not going to do because Draymond Green isn't back, and that's another thing. Kevin Looney has too much responsibility protecting the rim against De'Aaron Fox and defending uh, Sabonis. I I love Kevin Looney, but no, that's that's too much to ask for him, you know. So, uh, and the the Sacramento Kings had. The best offensive rating in the league last year. They put up 130 against Utah in, we, in, in the first game. The Warriors' defense was absolute trash on the road. They had the worst ATS record on the road last year. I don't know. I love the Kings. It feels too easy, but let me see what the public's doing. What are, what are your thoughts on this game? Uh, public looks split, according to me. But um... <laughs> Love it. I don't know, man. It's a revenge game, so that's interesting to me because Sacramento should probably want to win again. This was Game 7, I think, was in Sacramento. Yeah, lost Game War- 7 at Warriors home. won. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Warriors won it. So um, these two teams battle every time they're they're playing each other. I, I don't know. I would lean towards the Kings, but I'm not going to get involved. I think I just want to sit back and enjoy this one rather than uh, – stress about wanting something to happen. All right. Well, I want the Kings to win. I want them to win by three or more. So that's my final best bet. Magic Trailblazers is the last of the 11 games here in the Friday NBA slate. I got nothing on this one. The Magic just curb stopped the Houston Rockets their last game out. And the Clippers trampled over the Portland Trailblazers. Um in their first game of the season. Right now, the Trailblazers are two-and-a-half-point underdogs at home. Now that I say that, I have a heavy lean towards the Portland Trailblazers, but I'm just, I don't know. I'm, like, more anti-Orlando Magic than the NBA hipster community. Do you have anything on this, whether it be player prop, total, side, anything? Um, I usually try and fade the teams that travel from the east all the way to the west for a game. For the I knew first this game. was a David spot. I knew it. <laughs> so I, I do kind of like Portland, but they looked so bad the other night that I can't get to the window with them yet. But they look uh, bad against a team that should be a top five team in the NBA. <clears throat> yeah, I, I don't disagree about that. Um but I will also just mention last year this this very similar situation happened. I, I believe it was the Magic's first game on the road after a homestand. 
they went to Portland and they won 109-106. So it doesn't always work out, of course. Um, the Magic are a little bit younger than most of the average NBA teams anyway, so probably not a situation I want to get involved with. Um, but if I, you know, you tell me I have to pick somebody, I'll, I'll take Portland at home. We don't have to, but I don't. I like your heavy lean. I take Portland at home. I was wrong. What do you mean? It it wasn't. Uh, they they went to Golden State, then Sacramento, and Portland. It was Portland was actually a third and four nights, but they they won the first game against uh, Golden State last year. The Magic when they traveled in San Francisco. Yeah. Are you looking at the? Are you looking at the box score of that? Uh, no, I don't have it pulled up anymore, but, um, the Magic had some interesting road wins last year. I think they beat the Celtics twice in a row on the road. Yeah, and, I'm, I'm down on the Magic. I don't think highly of that team. It's roster construction, but I also freely admit I could be wrong and don't feel like I'm not going to fade them, really, so. Sure. Yeah. Um, you're, you're wondering if Steph Curry played in that game is my guess. Right? Yeah. Or, or if anyone big was missing, I mean, the, the Warriors are obviously sick home team. Yeah. Um, yeah. Curry was not in that game, right? but Andrew Wiggins was okay. Clay Thompson was not in the game either, by the way. I don't know how to feel about Andrew Wiggins still. Jordan Poole was in the game though. Oh, thank God. He's a negative player. <laughs> All right. Circling back on my best bets. I'm taking the Pistons, which are now plus five. Oh, no. Oh, no. Was there an injury? Did someone get what? added to the injury report? For what? What game? For the Detroit Pistons at the Charlotte Hornets. I'm still seeing plus four. Wow. I'm seeing plus four and a half. Caesars has that as plus five. Um, definitely, uh, defer to the points bet, our sponsor before making these bets, use our little link on all my articles essentially, but, uh, also shop around for the best number. If you can get a five, Hey, I endorse that one, but I'm taking the Pistons plus the points at the Charlotte Hornets. I am betting the Knicks money line, whatever, plus one at the Atlanta Hawks. And I am taking the Kings in a revenge spot, minus two and a half at the Warriors. Any official best bet you're willing to give out to the listeners? Yeah, we can we can do a couple here. Uh, so for a player prop, Brandon Miller over one and a half threes, I like a lot. Nuggets What's minus that? five and a half. Is that plus minus one twenty five? Oh, no, okay. no, minus minus one twenty five. Um, Nuggets minus five and a half for the full game, and then uh, let's go with Bulls first quarter minus one. Love it. So there are a few others that I'm looking at, but those are. Those are three for you. Three plays from a profitable NBA better, and then three plays from me. Can't go wrong. Come on, man. You're you're a profitable NBA better. I am up a half a unit through the first uh, three games, or three days of the NBA season. That's good. Running hot, baby. Five and four, I think. Yeah, I am seven and two technically i lost seven and three technically i, I lost that one bayana double double prop do we count that i don't year. count that 
I put a half unit on it. I mean, it's I put less full than unit a half plays. Unit. Full full unit plays seven and two so far. So beautiful. It's been a nice start. Yeah. yeah. What's that? It's like seventy seven percent or something. Just sick. You're an icon. All right. Well, we'll be back next week to talk some NBA. I'll be back next week to talk some NFL. Um, look out for all of our handicaps. Mine will be the NBA and the NFL this weekend. Maybe some college football. I think you'll be doing hockey and some baseball. Do I have that correct? Uh, baseball already posted. I got one college football play for the weekend, and I got a couple NFL. So I probably will have a play in tomorrow's baseball game too. I typically play almost every playoff baseball game. Yeah, I'm, I'm retired from baseball. Um, and you had a good run. Meh. I did for like four years, and then I got waxed the last two years, and now I'm just bitter. I'm just an angry, mm. angry old man. Uh, check out, go get David's NBA packages at beatinthebookie.com. Right? Did I get that right? Yeah. Yes, you did. All right. Until next week. Peace. Peace.